0: Welcome to Get Up In The Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Alex Sturbaum. We recorded this last week when they visited me at my home in Portland, Oregon. Quick update on the Tall Poppy String Band Kickstarter. Before we get started, we've officially hit the halfway slump. <laughs> so, if you're waiting for your moment it's now go pledge your support and pre-order a copy of my old time trio's new album link to the kickstarter in the show notes for this episode it's pretty quick and painless just go sign up and find a reward that's perfect for you stick around afterwards and i'll tell you how to keep up with alex Sturbaum. but first here's our interview and jam enjoy Alex Durbaum, welcome back to Get Up in the Cool. Cameron DeWitt, thank you again for having me. Yeah, I think this is your third appearance now. Yeah, it's it's a pleasure as a... You're a regular (laughs) at this point. Yeah, so I reached out to you because Vashon Volume 4, or Vashon 4, I don't know what the official title is.
1: The Vashon Session, Volume 4.
0: Thank you. Perfect. (laughs) It just was released. Uh, At the time of recording this, like, one week ago? Two weeks ago? Week and a half. Week and a half, right. Uh, I want to make sure that as many people know about it as possible. Uh, Obviously, a lot of people already know about it and are listening and have been sharing it around. Uh, So, yeah. You came... Last time you came on, I believe... It was after Vashon we recorded Vashon 3.
1: It was right after we recorded Vashon. Like 3.
0: right right after, wasn't it? Like one it day like, after, yeah.
1: Yeah. One or two days for sure. Yeah. It was it was a close thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to say again thank you for your part in organizing and conceiving the Vashon sessions. It has meant a lot to me. Uh, On a lot of levels. One, something to people to be with during the pandemic um, in in a safe way. And uh, two, just a lovely, quirky, interesting community of people uh, (laughs) that I feel right at home with. And uh, just awesome, awesome music. Uh, Will you, for people who haven't listened to your earlier appearances on get up in the cool will you explain the vashon sessions and what it's all about uh just so we can catch people up
1: yeah for sure well uh the vashon sessions is it's a collaborative music project that i've been producing for about four years now and the basic premise is that i take about a dozen of my favorite uh traditional musicians from around the pacific northwest and i uh Lock them in a little house on Vashon Island and I don't let them leave until they've made a record. Um, and so we basically show up and I try to gather musicians from various, uh, sort of various traditions. And a lot of friends of get up in the cool have been at Vashon, um, over the years. And, uh, we basically show up with... Occasionally we'll talk about stuff we're excited about, but we don't really rehearse ahead of time. We don't plan a set list ahead of time. At least half of the stuff that we record at Fashion every year just sort of spontaneously emerges over the course of the weekend. And we just pick a song or a tune, arrange it um, on the spot, do three or four takes, and move on. And it's it's one of the best things in my life. It's an absolute joy every year just because um, just the, the musicians all, all bring their a game and they all bring their different perspective. And also none of them really come with, with a lot of ego or being super precious about the, the tunes they bring. And so if any tune that you bring can get, filtered through all of these different traditions and all these different lenses. And you get a really amazing sort of burst of contemporary collaborative folk music. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's transformational, but at the same time it's, uh, it's very traditional and it sort of captures music as it it should exist in living rooms and kitchens throughout the world. I figure.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's really lovely. I, I, it kind of reminds me a little bit of i had vivian williams on the show finally uh recently and she was telling me about um this uh little community in 19th century in idaho um i forget what the industry was that the town was kind of built around maybe some sort of mining but um they're talking about uh oh i actually have the book somewhere uh, i forget what it's called but it's Basically, they had to make dances happen, and uh, because of the nature of um, who was in Idaho at that time, and uh, the lack of specificity of the demographics of the ethnic identities of everyone there, uh, the music is, like, all over the map. Uh, There's, like, you know, um, classical sheet music kind of music, and then there's, like, folk music from all over and it's recorded in there that, you know, the dance band had like, uh, flutes, uh, banjo, accordion. Um, I think there were percussionists and all, all sorts of different kinds of musicians getting together with the goal of,
1: let's make a dance happen.
0: Let's make a dance happen. And it doesn't really matter what the band is or what the tunes are as long as it's loud and as long as like we come together and make it happen and you know and i i feel like uh vachon is really capturing that spirit of what i've been thinking about as pacific northwest or modern pacific northwest folk music making and modern including you know 19th century uh Uh, yeah well i
1: appreciate that that's that's absolutely the goal and um, and i i definitely feel like in a lot of in a lot of these revivalist traditions um a, a lot of the sort of um people who practice tend to be a lot stricter with what's allowed than than the uh, folks from whom they draw often were um and like the accordion is one example um, yeah i uh i read a, a book recently by a by a fellow from Vancouver called Bruce Triggs. It's called Accordion Revolution. Okay. It's a history of the accordion in North America.
0: An arresting title.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, it's amazing. Like, the cover has, like, Rosie the Riveter, but her hair's down, and she's playing a big piano box. Cool. Um, (laughs) I love that. (laughs) um, But apparently there was... The accordion was pretty widespread throughout sort of... All of these different folk traditions, like especially in the northern U.S., there is this huge um, German and Scandi um, and Scandinavian population that were playing traditional music on on accordions. But also, it was um, there were a lot of sort of old-time players. Not as much in like the strictly string band tradition, but like people were playing folk music on accordions throughout the states, and yeah. you know, people of all of all demographics, because accordions were. You could get a cheap accordion um and you could fix it with tape if you had to right and it was loud and it could uh get people dancing you know um
0: it's it's sort of like a a pre-electrified kind of instrument it's sort of an electric guitar exactly like Like
1: it's it's post-industrial because like yeah because like they could be manufactured in in factories which um which allowed them to be you know distributed really widely um but they were actually rock and roll sort of killed the accordion in America but that's a story for another time hmm. but a lot of the um a lot of the sort of people who went and recorded folk music and um those recordings formed like a lot of the places that um that revivalists would draw from they didn't really go up up north and capture you know the accordion traditions in in you know places like um in places like you know minnesota and the northwest Mm. and they um and they really uh and they really focused on you know the on blues and um and string band music in the south yeah and as a result i feel like a lot of a lot of folks in the tradition have a sense that that's all there ever was. Right. And as such, I think that basically I think we should bring back accordions and old time music.
0: And yeah. I'm not just saying
1: that because accordion is the melody instrument that I play with <laughs> any degree of, com- of competence, but it doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, there is this, um, this kind of dominance in the narrative of fiddle music. Yeah. And I like the I like the the alternate history that you're sort of proposing. The the idea that there is this everyone had an accordion like yeah. or there was an accordion uh, some accordion players in every town at at some point. Yeah. And uh at least at a post-industrial point and uh that maybe that is just as valid. Um but or or at least just as valid as, you know, post-industrial like banjo yeah. <laughs> music which is similarly modern so
1: yeah i mean like again this is this is a revivalist tradition and like i think that uh, the reason to play this music is because it's really good and so yeah. sort of i i love the idea of sort of putting in new influences and seeing what seeing yeah. what new time old time sounds like you know yeah and and also just like letting not only influencing old time but letting old-time influence other genres. Yeah. Like, I think that um, Celtic musicians, which is where I came, which is sort of the genre in which I came up, can be just as precious, if not more so, about it than than old-time players. And I think that, um, like, I've heard of um, Celtic fiddlers who are just like, now, don't go bowing like that. That's old-time bowing. And I'm just like, you coward. (laughs) Let those those slurs live.
0: Sure. The only
1: kind of slur that I'm going to go to bat for.
0: (laughs) Very good. Yeah. uh, I think there's just a lot of people who are afraid of pleasure. (laughs) And uh, Mm -hmm. sometimes for understandable reasons. Because, you know, gatekeeping, I think there is a place for it if it's delivered with care and and passion. Um, You know, like, oh, let's not forget...
2: You Absolutely. know,
0: let's not forget this and, you know, and this about the tradition. Uh, but, um, I mean, even, yeah, like the accordion in old time. I mean, what better approximates the bow than a bellows? Like, I feel like that is way closer to the shuffly nature of a bow uh, than any other instrument. Like, I can't get, like, a bow kind of sound on a banjo or on a guitar or on a, on a mandolin. Like it, it, it has that sort of four dimensional kind of quality to it. Like it can keep the sound going. It can shuffle it internally. Uh, There's sort of this almost disconnect between um, the, the envelope, the attack uh, and release and the melody that's being played. There's this polyphonic nature to it. And um, I feel like, it is so much more, so much more fiddle-like than most of the other instruments. Maybe that's why it's f- threatening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perhaps. know. I, I think that um, I, I really love the way that a fiddle can s- sort of interact with an accordion. So, yeah. Um, and like the accordion I'm playing is is an Irish style. It's a button box, but. Um, instead a lot of button boxes have two rows a fourth apart like one will be in a one will be in d this one's a half step apart um in um in b and c interesting okay so you can cover a lot of ground in there yeah this is a a fully chromatic instrument yeah um, huh and a reason a lot of Irish players favor them is because like a lot of the sort of Irishy ornaments, like the rolls, you can do really easily on this by crossing the rows, like oh, cool um and so like this box was sort of like I won't say developed, but a lot of people favor um these Irish style boxes because they can um sort of very nicely match what the fiddle is doing, yeah, neat um. And I think that something that makes sort of any instrument fascinating is its limitations. Yeah. Um, as well, like the things it does really well and the things that it can't do super well. Um, for example, there are certain notes or chords that I only have on one bellows
0: direction. Sure.
1: And so, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Interesting. It goes, it, it changes the note depending on which direction you're going? Absolutely. But it, does it do that for the right hand as well? Yes. Oh, God.
1: Yeah, it's basically like two uh, harmonicas on a plank.
0: I, I had no idea that the Irish button accordion uh, was set up in a in a similar or like a concertina, like it was set up in that kind of way. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Wow, oh, that's great to know. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense <laughs> actually, <laughs> not to know that.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that that gives it because you're having you have to change bellows directions to play to play a scale like. It gives it an inherent sort of lift and bounce. Yeah. And um, huh. and I found that um, uh, to your to your earlier point about um, that the sort of lift that characterizes Irish music is very different than the sort of groove that characterizes old time. Sure.
0: And so I, I think... I like that dichotomy: lift versus groove.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it's um, it takes a bit of uh, a bit of learning to. Uh, to sort of establish, and I wouldn't call myself an expert on old-time ac- Irish-style accordion. So far as I know, there's there's only the one, um, and I'm not quite there yet. But
0: uh, would that be like? Is that Sean? That's Sean. It's Sean. John. Okay, Sean McComiskey.
1: Yeah, Sean McComiskey.
0: Sean, be on the be on the show. Open invitation. Next time I'm in Baltimore, please. <laughs> I don't know how. Um monogamous he is with his banjo players i don't i wouldn't want to, <laughs> to disrupt anything brad uh i'm not a homewrecker yep. but sean i would love to play with you
2: yeah
1: um yeah spread spread the word sean it's uh it's it's a wonderful sound should speaking of um speaking of brad and sean i've definitely heard them both play uh play a tune should we do another tune
0: yeah uh I could talk with you, nerd out with, about this the whole time, but we also have like a bunch of tunes that we want to do, so yes, I, I agree. Thank you for it. What, yeah. what do you want to play next?
1: Let's do Dorigo.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think
1: that's a good transition point.
0: Are we doing that in D? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I, this is a regular on the show at this point, and I'm, I'm always trying to find new ways to play it, so uh, let me think about that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and this is when we did at fashion. Um, if I remember correctly. And I think that this, um, I think this tune does a great job of sort of capturing what, what sort of we were trying to capture with Bashan, because it's, yeah. you know, it's a tune written by a New Zealander who loves old time. Um, and then, and then it's a tune that got picked up by people on sort of every conceivable instrument. Because it's great. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> shout out to George Jackson. <laughs>
1: shout out to George Jackson.
0: Oh, Also shout out to Jane Chalefsky, who, in our Vashon recording of Dorigo, we have this really sweet banjo duet moment, this exposed banjo duet moment where we're both playing nylon string banjos, and it's panned so lovely, um, Brian, thank you for that, and, uh, It's that's one of my favorite moments on the album is our little nylon string banjo duet, (laughs) plunking away. (laughs) It's always a choice. Which chord do we end this tune on? There's so many good options. I know, right? The tune
1: that, it's a tune that can sort of do it all. Yeah. Good at any tempo. Good at uh, yeah.
0: Good with any feel. Yeah. Good with an accordion.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> or bottle, uh, empty bottles, with a spoon, or <laughs> people do it all sorts of ways, did not they? Indeed. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's play. Let's play another Vashon tune. Um, Unless you had something else you wanted to do first, because we we're also going to do something from Atlantic Dreams. Yeah, at some point.
1: At some point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do another Vachon tune. Do you want to do the Polskas?
0: Yeah, <laughs> let's get those out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not, I mean, they're those are. I mean, it's hard to choose favorites, but the addition of Amy, Amy Hawkinson, friend of the show, <laughs> uh, uh, to the Vachon sessions is is so choice to have a nickel harpist. Is that how one says it? Nickel harpist?
1: I think so. Um, Uh, Yeah. And um, so good. Yeah. And like the wealth of knowledge that she brings is, is likewise incredible. Like not just her amazing, just like abilities on the instrument, but just like has so much knowledge of, of the music. And, and uh, we've had, you know, one of our sort of, this, one of like i think the best kept secrets of the vashon sessions is that since our second year we've had um ezra jane Landsman, yeah who is just an amazing gag gag guitarist just like so subtle so solid so good and they are just um the glue that holds a, a lot of the tracks together but um but they cut their teeth playing scandy stuff and so put them and uh Amy in a room together and just watch the, uh, watch the magic bloom from there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely like the, the core. And it was such a solid foundation to just slot everyone else in. Um, yeah, we, I really leaned, (laughs) leaned on those two. Yeah. Yeah. In my attempt to, uh, add claw hammer banjo to Scandinavian music, (laughs) which is always an endeavor.
1: (laughs) Same with, uh, with Irish style. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, for all that talk uh, about how strong a foundation uh, Amy and Ezra Jane were for, mm-hmm. for playing Scandinavian music and how, uh, l- l- let's see if we can do it without them. Yeah. <laughs> With the two instruments that ha- maybe have the least business playing Polskas. Yes. So. <laughs>
1: everything, if, you, if you're listening, Amy and Ezra Jane, everything we know about Polskas you taught us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> What was that called? E- e- Eklunda Polska's um, numbers one and three. Well, I'd be curious to hear number two because number one and number three are so lovely together. <laughs>
1: yeah, I remember Amy played it for us um, that morning but I think all of us at that point were running on like
0: right. maybe two hours of sleep. We <laughs> were like and... maybe we can learn <laughs> two Polskas this morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah, and I yeah, I, I think that that mix sounds so good.
1: Yeah, shout out to Brian Lindsay. Who's yeah, the, uh, <laughs> in, in addition to being my best friend, sound engineer at Vashon um, and uh, and headed up the mixing as well. What a star! Uh, yeah,
0: it gets so better and better every year. Well, we're
1: I, I feel like we're we're learning we're learning new things every year um, yeah. about about not only about what we can do with the gear we have and how we can sort of mic the space, but also about just, like, what we can do with the amazing musicians who... It it's still boggles my mind every year that we ask all of these amazing musicians to show up, and they do, <laughs> and, and they crush it. You basically just... I mean, sort of the one of the guiding principles of Vashon is that if you put a bunch of awesome musicians in one in one place, they'll make awesome music, and yeah. consistently they do, and they frequently come out with things that um, that you've never heard and never knew existed, and it's amazing. For example, um, I, I remember this year at Vashon, uh, at about 3 a.m. the the first night, um, a certain just sort of star banjo player Mm. we invited pulled out this really really cool (laughs) version of Cumberland Gap and I had to sort of stagger from my bed down the stairs to say
2: I'm very tired
1: and I'm not sure that that I can sleep with this but also we have to do this one tomorrow and we did
0: yeah it was like it was it was very much a, like oh are we because we were just jamming at that point it was like oh no are we in trouble and then Alec and then I knew when the next day you were like I was serious about that I wasn't just trying to be nice it was you were so pained to ask us to stop because you had to sleep and uh, I, it's I was true it was, I
1: was I was sort of standing on the stairs just like just wrestling with myself like because telling people to stop picking uh sort of goes against all of my held like strongly held core beliefs. <laughs> but uh also I was just like, I have to I have to I have to be producer tomorrow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what would be fun? What I'm gonna cut this out if I chicken out. But I don't think I've ever actually fiddled this in a recording. It would be really fun to actually fiddle because I think I was fiddling that, that night and uh there are so many Recordings at this point Of me playing banjo On this tune That could be really fun Yeah Do you want to try that? Yeah for sure And then worst case scenario I'll just grab the I'll grab my banjo Yeah It'll be a little messier Than uh, <laughs> me playing banjo But it'll be fun Yeah
1: And fun's what we've known for Yeah
0: Okay I wanted to Take a minute To do some uh, Record Straightening mm-hmm. Back in 2020 I've done this This tune on the show A decent amount of times And um, I introduced this tune uh, on my episode with Josh Larios, and I said that this is the Fly By Night String Band Cumberland Gap. And afterwards, Kevin Kragic, the guitarist from Fly By Night String Band, wrote me an email and said, I love your version of, and then in heavy air quotes, our Cumberland Gap (laughs) and uh, then they said um, that they actually got it from Possum Trot String Band so the record is straight now Possum Trot String Band's Cumberland Gap, this is my favorite Cumberland Gap and there's a lot of really good Cumberland Gaps out there Cumberland's Gap (laughs) and uh, yeah, I think this one's the best Uh, and uh, they don't do as much singing in their version Uh, They just do the one Old Aunt Dinah You Don't Care Leave My Demijon Sitting right there That one The very grumpy (laughs) Grumpy I Need My Alcohol Verse The
1: whole whole version is grumpy It's delightful
0: It's yeah The the happiest Crookedest uh, Grumpiest Old time tune That's yeah Uh, What else did I have to say about this Uh, Oh and also I've totally full processed it too so i've added extra chords and stuff uh not on purpose but here we are on on the fiddle. I don't know if I could do it. Uh... I don't know. (laughs) That's above my pay grade. Fun stuff. Oh my goodness. Oh man. I love how you're able to with, um, are you in Dadgad? I'm in Drop D. You're in Drop D. I love how you're able to do that style of guitar playing on this crooked of a tune and still keep the voice leading and tension building without running out of things. Because you have to, like, stretch it because it's so crooked. (laughs) Uh, Props to you. I wouldn't know how to do that. (laughs)
1: Thanks. (laughs) Thank you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Irish guitar backup to old-time tunes is one of my favorite things in the world.
0: That was... uh, I I believe that was, like, kind of the thesis of your first appearance on Get Up in the Cool. It was, like, that this is your... Your kink, basically. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it is pretty infectious. I, I don't get to experience it very often, but when I do, it's a treat. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Cumberland Gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was lovely to have uh, in Vashon 4, room numeral 4. There are so many different... Vashon Eve. Vashon <laughs> Ivy. <laughs> that recording sounds amazing, but it sounds like a party. And I feel like it's kind of perfectly captured. Uh, that it feels like an in-room live performance. And uh, the, how many people were on that track? Like 20 people or something? Like basically everyone? <laughs> yeah, I think
1: that... Yeah, I think I think every human in, the, in at Vashon... Was either, um, was either singing or dancing or
0: playing yeah. on that one. Which sometimes again... Mo- sometimes all three. What, what a... Oh yeah, there was, there was flat footing in, the, in that too. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Take a Jane again. Yeah. I was so impressed that, uh, everyone there was down to learn this stupidly crooked and complicated tune on the spot, uh, and that they could. <laughs> like it was so cool. But also, yeah, like, the the feeling of the recording, like, there are some tracks on the Vashon Sessions, all of them, uh, that sound like, oh, this sounds like a a movie score. Like, people should be uh, reaching out to you and, like, getting permission to put it in, I don't know, the next Gene Campion movie or something (laughs) like that, if it's cowboy related or whatever. But, um and then some of it is just like wow this is like a perfectly this just feels like a a perfect field recording in in a in a really good way like that's how it needed to sound. I mean like again like a big part
1: of it is sort of the uh, the the spectrum of experiences in folk music. Yeah. Cuz you know a lot of a lot of us at Vashon either play professionally or play semi-professionally. And so like a lot of the tracks are, you know, a bunch of people just trying Trying their best to make you know the best sounding thing they can, um, and like taking it really seriously but and that 's not to say there's stuff we don 't take seriously, but at the same time it 's also really, really fun to play this kind of music it's yeah. it 's like the the best feeling in the world, and also there 's a dozen musicians who are delighting in each other 's company and just having a blast, and so yeah. especially as the night gets late. I think we did Cumberland Gap at what, like two or three in the morning, yeah and it, and <laughs> yeah, the, I think it was, yeah, and like it sounds like a party, and that's largely because it was, it felt like a party to record it, yeah, um, and uh and we and we do, we like to leave a little bit of a little bit of the roughness of it in there, It's why we've never worried about you know taking a dozen takes to get it perfect, because we just want to capture yeah. the feel,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's really hard. I think to uh, capture with recordings um, the feel of being there in a in a in a jam, especially. I mean, it's what I try to do on this show, but it it helps because it's surrounded by dialogue. Yeah, and uh, I really appreciated uh, in the final Vashon recording the the track. It ends with us all busting up laughing uh Hmm. because that is what happened and that is the appropriate way to end a a recording of that tune Mm -hmm. (laughs) well what do you want to play next uh we talked about doing your uh captains and ships do you want to do that next i don't know what you want to end on and i don't know how many tunes we've done so far either so i know
1: let's leave it kind of loose but yeah, we could do Captains and Ships right now, just something completely different. Yeah. Maybe let's not even do the instrumental bit. Let's just sing it. That would be great. Yeah, so this is... And now for something completely different. Um, this, is, this is not something we did at Vashon. This is um, a song that uh, I recorded on, on my second sort of pandemic album, Atlantic Dreams, where I was sort of left to my own devices and decided to get super into the Newfoundland music woodpile. And um and so I got really into the dance music and, and the tunes. We we did a few on on the last episode I was on. Yeah, had that album was it about to come out
0: or had it just come out? I can't remember.
1: Oh I don't even think I'd started recording it yet. Oh I, interesting. That was I think in it was it was a dream in stages, my heart and yeah. a gleam in my eye.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but
1: um but yeah, one of the things I found while I was sort of researching the tunes for this album was this really wild song which is just it's just a list of the of the ships in the sealing fleet in st john's harbor circa like i think 1904
0: (laughs) that's so great
1: (laughs) and that's that's all it is i i will definitely say that it was a it was a very fun learning experience to sit down and learn this song because there's a lot of names to remember and it's not not particularly narrative, but it's just fun to sing, and it's tied together by a great chorus.
0: Will you remind me of the chorus, and maybe we can just, like, leave this part in so that people yeah. can, like, learn the chorus in real time with me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Wherever you are, feel free to sing along.
0: Where the North
1: King is raging and strong blows the gale, in search of the white coats a day they will sail. Where, where the, the North, North King, King is raging is strong and strong blows, strong blows the gale. The gale. In,
0: in search, search of the white coats, a day they will sail. Let me see if I can do it on my own. <clears throat> this is my weakest point in Get Up in the Cool Recordings is remembering lyrics. Uh, I, like, fake my way through so much stuff. Um, where, the nor- where the North King is raging and... So goes the gale. Strong blows. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> do it with me again. Do it with me again. Where, Where the, the North King, King is raging King and strong blows the gale. gale.
1: In search, search of, of the, the white coats, coats a day they will
0: sail. In search of the white coats a day they will sail. Yes. Okay. I think I can do it. And then here's something. Um, how does one in this tradition maybe in shanty s- stuff in general, but also maybe specifically Newfoundland. How do you decide how to harmonize it? I feel like the rules are a little bit different. I would love for you to just feed me apart if I can sing it.
1: Gosh, it's, it's been a while. From... Where the North King is raging and strong. Where the North King is raging and strong blows the gale. I don't know, third above is usually good. Cool, so um, I can just
0: do something parallel?
1: Parallel? Yeah, parallel. Um, like, well, in, in a lot, I mean, in the singing traditions that I've hung out in, you know, which is the shanty singing tradition and the pub singing tradition, and I might get more into that in a a second. Um, a, a really cool thing about it is that there, it's not like, you know, say shape note or choral singing where there's prescribed parts. Right. Really just you find a part that works and, um, and if it works, it works. And I think that. It being perfect is not nearly as important as it being loud and strong.
0: Well, I can do that. <laughs> <All right>. Great.
1: <laughs> see what's a good note. From Harvey's I'll start and to Bowring's, I'll go. I'll name all the ships and the captains also. Where the North King is raging and strong blows the gale In search of the white coats a day they will sail Where the North King is raging and strong blows the gale In search of the white coats a day they will sail In the ad-Captain Doyle and the bell-Jobini. In the bond-Captain Parsons, the stout man is he. And jolly Jake Keene in the spring will command. Harvey's port steamer, the old Newfoundland. Where the The North North King King is raging and strong blows the gale. In search of the white coats, a day they will will sail. sail. The name of the ships of Joe Brothers and Co. The first and the next one, I'll let ye all know. Of the good ship Diana, Joe Blanford has charge. I hope she'll come back before long with the surge. Where the North King King is raging and strong blows the gale. In search of the white coats, a day they will sail. In comes the Beothic, so swift and so sure. I hope that George Barber is with her once more. And then there's the Neptune, I see it's a plane. And likewise the Eric with pleasant Joe Kane. Where the North King is raging and strong blows the gale. In search of the white coats, a day they will sail. I wish them good luck and from Job's take my leave. I'll name all the ships owned by Walter Baingrieve. There's the Gate, Windsor Hill, yet make his mark. With in the Iceland, the cross, Captain Clark.
0: Where the North King is raging and
1: strong blows the gale. In search of the white coats a day they will sail. His brother's also got a fine man for sure Baxter Barber who sails in the ship Labrador He'll fill her and bring her safe over the seas As he did when he sailed with the Crosby's Louise. Where the North King King is raging and strong blows the gale In search of the white coats a day they will sail. sail And then it's the Bowrings, a firm that's well known, For the pluck, push, and enterprise, all they have shown. By building that steamer, ye all know her well, Heaven Cane, her commander, the new Florizel, Where the North King is raging, and strong blows the gale, In search of the white coats, a day they will sail. The kite, Captain Carroll, I wish him good luck. Once more in the eagle, Joe Kane showed his pluck. And Bartlett, the Viking, I pray he will fill. And dear old Dan Green, may he make his big bill. Where the North King King is raging and strong blows the gale. In search of the white coats, a day they will sail. The ranger Sam Windsor be fleetingly seen. Likewise, Noah Bishop and the Algerine. My song is concluded about captains and ships. May they all come in with big beards on their lips. Where the North King is raging and strong blows the gale. In search of the white coats, a day they will sail.
0: <laughs> I love like all the editorializing in there. Well, I mean, it's all supportive, yeah. but it's like this one. This person looks like this, and this person used to go with, <laughs> with yeah. this ship, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, <clears throat> And, like, they're
1: all good dudes. And I hope they all have good luck and come back with big old beards.
0: It, it very much reminds me of that, like, meme with all the, like, bodybuilders on laptops where they're calling yes. each other, like, king chief and chief. Yes, like, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's
1: it's a very wholesome song. That song
0: rules.
1: (laughs) I really like that. It's really, really fun to sing.
0: It's very, like, non-competitive, too. It's just, like, I hope you make a bunch of money doing your work that you love to do. (laughs) Like, I hope you're really successful. I'm not competitive with you. Yeah. We're all in this together. Exactly. (laughs) So cool. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Wow. Let's do one more. But before we do that, let's do what 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 was the idiom that you said earlier that I had never heard before uh when we were with your partner
1: oh moving dirt in the bar
0: moving dirt in the in the bar or barn bar in the bar interesting yeah
1: my uh my dad used to work construction and um way back in the day and uh and he was once at the bar and um hearing people he worked with talk about work, and some old guy was like uh these guys they they go and move dirt all day, and then they come here and move dirt in the bar. Um,
0: well, let's do a little bit of that. Yeah. This is the spot where we move dirt in the bar, where we talk about business, yeah. the business of music making and listening, uh, which I'm excited. Yeah. So Vashon, obviously.
1: Yeah. Um, Thevashonsessions.com.bandcamp.com. Just, uh, and it's. It's entirely free. Um, like we're not accepting money for it. Um, if you feel m- motivated, you can donate with your download to Real Rent du- Real Rent because we uh, we record on Vashon Island, which is uh, the ancestral home of the Duwamish people, and they kind of deserve rent. So
2: yeah, right on.
1: And you can find my stuff at Um
0: River, run, river runs wide easier to read than to speak mm-hmm. um, and uh and Atlantic dreams mm-hmm. which was as you said a, a gleam in your eye when we last mm-hmm. met on record and now is a wonderful such a wonderful album it's so great to hear you uh play so many instrumental melodies uh for an album because i'm I'm so used to hearing you um Sing songs, which I love, and I always want to hear more of. But it's it's great to hear your like your your instrumental melody brain hard at work. And oh, yeah. well,
1: thanks a lot. I so great. I, I do love playing accordion, and um, and uh, as long as we're moving dirt in the bar, um, earlier in uh, in the episode we played um, we played a George Jackson tune, and George Jackson and. uh and you uh-huh. have a Kickstarter going, right?
0: Yes, we do. I've been um, bothering the the listeners about it in hopes that they would support it. Uh, well, I'm
1: going to bother them again.
0: Great. <laughs> support this
1: Kickstarter. It's going to rule.
0: Yeah. Uh, and we also... We did... Um, the Possum Trot String Band Cumberland Gap in that album. Uh, what with Tall Poppy String Band? Yeah, what? That's on the record. It is. I didn't know that. That's really exciting. Yeah, I was kind of practicing it at Vashon. I was like <laughs> getting ready to. I didn't know for sure if it was going to be on the record, but it is. We we really intricately arranged it in this really fun arrangement um, with sections that stray from the traditional old time fiddle tune format there's like little breakdown sections and stuff that are really pretty and it's it (laughs) it i i'm really excited for everyone to hear it because it it really doubles down on the like like prettiness of the melody and 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 the rhythms um with the grumpiness of the lyrics like and it's like a really weird juxtaposition that i am really proud of
1: (laughs) I, i bet that the two versions um that we recorded of that tune are very very different, because when we did it in Bashan, we did it very much just hell for leather.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, there's yeah. it's a it's a totally interesting arrangement. I'm excited for everyone yeah. to hear it. But yeah, Tall, tall Poppy String Band, uh, George Jackson, uh, the the tunesmith of Dorigo, and Mark Harris, uh, who has his album Old Time Guitar. Audaciously named Old Time Guitar, where he plays all solo flat-picking melodies. Yeah. And uh, um, <clears throat> I will say that Dorgo, written by George Jackson, as we stated previously many times already, we have some awards where people can uh, commission tunes. Um, some rewards on our Kickstarter where people can commission tunes. They're the higher ticket items, but if you really like want to make sure that this album is released as big as possible, uh, and uh, you, you can support uh, our Kickstarter and pre-order a copy and commission a tune for yourself from either George, or Mark, or me. So. Delightful. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for helping me plug my stuff. Usually, I just have the guests to do it. <laughs> of
1: course, I have one more thing to plug. Please, if, uh, if, if to beg the listeners' indulgence, is um, if you're interested in um, in social singing. If uh, if you find yourself, for example, singing along with that last one, and we're hoping that you could do more of that, and you live anywhere near the Pacific Northwest, um, I'm currently uh, organizing the first of hopefully a annual event called raise the rafters traditional mm. song weekend if um if you've uh, heard of youth Trad song weekend out on the east coast this is sort of a west coast answer to that it's um it's sort of a youth oriented although not youth exclusive weekend youth here loosely defined as sort of under 50 it's sort of designed <laughs> as an intergenerational um weekend that is sort of supposed to encourage sort of the the next generation of singers and song leaders Mm. um, and sort of where we're going to be, you know, having discussions and workshops on, on, uh, on traditional singing and the future of the tradition and, and singing techniques and stuff, but also just doing a whole ton of singing. Mm. It's going to be the first weekend of November in Rhododendron, Oregon, um, which is right outside of Portland. Yeah. Um, We're going to have some wonderful guests, including um, Northwest songsmith uh, Mary Garvey and Mm. um, friends of the show, The Vox Hunters.
0: Oh my God, they're coming? They're coming.
1: (sighs) Amazing. Okay. um,
0: I got to (laughs) come. I'm going to come. Yeah, you do. It'll be a hoot.
1: And... um, yeah, and if you want to find out more, you can go to rtrsong.org and sign up for our mailing list, and we'll let you know when registration opens, which should be this summer.
0: I can't wait. That sounds so fun and important also. Uh, one more thing I want to add uh, for to plug for you. Countercurrents, back, baby. Uh, contradancing is back. If you can do it safely uh, for yourself and the people that uh, are podded with you to whatever pods exist anymore um then uh go go to a counter current contra dance
2: mm-hmm.
0: and those are on the on your website i'm sure yeah
1: on on our website and social media yeah and uh and we'll we'll be happy to see you. right
0: is the dirt moved i think the dirt is fully moved yeah great <laughs> what what do you want to do for our last tune or song? um I don't remember what else was on that list. I don't either. No. Um, Doesn't have to be something on the list. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, we've decided. We'll do New Harbor, featured on The Vashon Sessions, Volume 3. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Written by one of my dear friends from the Northeast old-time music community, and I think he plays Contra kind of stuff too, Don Stratton. Um I put this <laughs> tune as a surprise to him. He just wants to get his original tunes out, but he's a bit he was on get up in the cool like 5 years ago. Everyone should go check out his episode. This is one of my favorite tunes. Uh, and he wrote it. So, thanks shout out to shout out to Don and shout out to to Julie from Vashon for uh, playing Cajun Triangle <laughs> on this one.
1: Yeah, heck yeah. Julie Bennett, <laughs> drummer extraordinaire. Yes. You should get her on the show sometime.
0: That would be a I fun. I would thing. love that. Okay. We'll figure out how to make that happen. Hey, Alex, thanks so much for stopping by and keeping me company. Uh, this is so great.
1: Absolutely,
0: thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I'm just gonna start it. I'm yeah, lousy at potatoes. All in. So sweet. It's a really nice one. Download the Vashon Sessions volumes one through four at thevashonsessions.com and throw some money towards Real Rent Duwamish at realrentduwamish.org. Visit Alex Sterbaum's website at alexsterbaum.com and download their albums. Raise the Rafters is happening in November. Learn more at rtrsong.org. And if you're ready to line up and contra dance, Visit countercurrentmusic.com to find out when Alex and Brian are headed to your town. Pre-order your copy of Tall Poppy String Band's debut album now. Just follow the link to our Kickstarter in the show notes for this episode and let people know about it. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tall Poppy String Band for updates on the campaign. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool.